Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the PowerCast. So this week I have the amazing Angela McMillan. She is a natural flow performance coach and I'm really excited for her to share a bit about what exactly that is and a little bit about her journey and how she has gone from uh, doing something, finding something that she loved and doing it for herself and then actually creating that into a, a business and creating success in her, her business and her life. Um, so thanks so much, Angela, for coming along today. Hi, Ellie. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, so can you explain a little bit about, um, I guess, what, what we were talking about before around where you started out on this journey with um with movement okay so i've just always loved moving when i left high school i tried to do a nine to five job and just went no i need to dance and so i went and did a professional dance training program at university and from there i took myself to a dance party earth core dance party if you know remember those back in the day <laughs> and I met a music producer who was also a Feldenkrais practitioner and I'd heard about this movement modality and I asked him about it and he's like oh yes blah 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 he just rattled off what it is and I'm like oh sounds interesting let's go and try it out you know being a dance person I like to explore lots of different movement options and at the time I was actually practicing the windmill as I was a break dancer or breaker b-girl <laughs> and here I was trying to you know master this windmill move I'm not sure if your listeners know which one that is it's the one where you're rolling around on your shoulders throwing your legs in the air and it's pretty complex for your body to get this extreme move Mm. Um, and my Feldenkrais practitioner friend, Pete, Peter Bins, he said, look, go slowly. I said, why would I go slow? You need momentum to get yourself around. Mm. And, um, he said, no, go slow, do this, this, and this, which I did. And I, when you go slow and we're talking going slow enough so that your nervous system can actually learn all the intricate parts of the movement. So then when you go fast, it can actually kick in and, you know, perform the movement amazingly. So I was able to get this windmill move pretty quickly. Normally it's probably about eight months worth of hardcore training mm. and I, I was able to do it much quicker. Mm. So then I thought, oh, well, this, this stuff kind of works and took myself off to a professional Feldenkrais training program Four years later, I became a practitioner of the Feldenkrais method. And can you explain a little bit about what that is? Because I'd actually never heard of it before. No, not a lot of people have. There's only 8,000 practitioners in the world. Mm. Um, so what it is, it's about connecting your brain to your body through your nervous system. Mm. And the nervous system learns best by going slowly with attention on what you're doing. So, and it's, helps you get your skeleton clearer. So this is what is kind of missing in a lot of um, other movement modalities. So with, when you're talking about yoga and Pilates, you're there to build strength, stamina, endurance with the muscles. Mm. We take it inside and we listen to how the actual skeleton actually moves. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. And so then where did you, where did you go from there once you became a pr- practitioner? How did you start using that? Um, I continued my journey teaching dance and I actually became, I then went and did a education degree. I be- had a, I've got a master's of teaching as well and I became a high school dance teacher mm. um, because I've, I've been waiting for people to get to know what Feldenkrais is because I knew if I started my practice, it would be a lot of educating people because people haven't heard about it. Why would they do it? What's the benefits of it? All of the stuff that you do when you are running a business. And um, so I've incorporated Feldenkrais into my dance teaching mostly. Then three years ago when I went on maternity leave for my second son, I didn't want to just sit at home and (laughs) look after baby. So I decided I'm going to open my Feldenkrais practice. Mm. And that happened three years ago. Um, And then in opening my practice, I'm like, okay, how do I get the word out? And I saw Facebook ads kept rolling up on my Facebook newsfeed as you do and decided, well, what's that all about? How can I use Facebook to promote this method? And I dived into learning online marketing, Facebook ads. Um, I did a number of Facebook challenges to grow my business and get people to know what it's about. So they actually get a bit of an experience of it. Mm. Unless you actually experience this method, you really can't quite understand what it is. Yeah. Um, Because it's a different way of learning and teaching it. Um, Yeah. So that's been my journey. And so now uh, I've got quite a following. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Mm. And so what did you learn? I'm interested in, you know, you said about before when we were talking about neuroscience and about the the mind body connection. Yes. Why do you feel that that's so important? and, And how do you think that that's helped you, I guess, in business and, and in life? So, I see a lot of people moving around without much awareness on how they're actually performing their everyday tasks, Mm. how they're actually going from point A to point B. Um, I also see a lot of people, because we're so caught up in the mind and um, not really connecting into our body. Mm. And so when it comes to myself in business, having this understanding, I'm able to, okay, I'm not feeling very confident. I know what movements I need to do for my body to get back into my body, feel my skeleton, open up my chest, breathe easier, sit so that I can feel my sit bones on my seat. And then that can bring me more confidence. That's how I use it in my own business. Yeah. And so being able to teach people that, being able to sense and feel their skeleton, breathe easier, then they can be more confident in what they're doing in business and in life. Yeah, awesome. And how specifically do you feel that that's helped you? Like what kind of things have you, I guess, achieved in, in your life or in your business where you've been like, oh, that's because of the, the, um, the trainings that I've done? Okay, so <laughs> you're like, you're bringing out the big story here. Um, I actually, yeah, when I went on leave from um, my teaching high school dance, I actually suffered quite a bit of social anxiety yeah. um, and I didn't feel very confident in 
in interacting with people. Um, yeah, and I've never actually had that happen in my life before. I'm a dancer, I'm a performer, I'm outgoing. Mm. So it was really confronting for me. But in, so then I actually went back to my Feldenkrais training, did a lot more work on the floor. I'm saying on the floor because that's how we, um, that's how you do Feldenkrais. You actually lie on the floor to take gravity out of your body. You do some movements. So I actually went back into studying it a lot more. And then from there, I was started live streaming and live streaming helped me get out of this social anxiety and connect with people again. Yeah. So I wouldn't have been able to live stream had I not done the work on myself. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. That's awesome. And how long, <laughs> how long did you say you've been in business now? Is it three years? Yeah. Three years. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, cool. And so what are some of the things that you um, are, are working on at the moment with your, with your different projects and um, yeah, how are you helping people with this? Okay. Uh, currently I'm launching a membership site. Um, I actually have a number of audio programs in my site online for people to access that I've been selling as individual programs. So I package them all together. So when people join the membership, they've got access to the audios and then they'll have access to live online classes as well. Along with that, I'm doing a uh, more of a signature program as well which will start out as eight weeks I'll probably extend it to 12 weeks later so that's for people that really want to dive in and understand how this Feldenkrais method can help not just themselves but any clients they're working with mm -hmm. I've worked with a number of yoga teachers Pilates teachers dance teachers so they they, they help themselves get easier movement in their body less pain and stress but then they can understand for their clients in their um, own practice as well how the um, understanding of the how the nervous system works mm. to inform their clients. So, yeah, exciting times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Mm. And so, what do you think are some key lessons that you've learned throughout your journey or throughout your business that um, that my audience and that other business owners would really um, I guess, need to know or, or get motivated or inspired from? Ah, so the challenge is always understanding a person's pain point. Why would they want to join your program, you know, buy from your business? That is so important. And communicating the benefits of your business to them so it speaks directly to their pain points. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that is a big one. And especially with, um, with my own business, I know that the, the method can actually benefit you in so many different ways, not just through your body movement, but psychologically as well. As I explained, it helped me get out of my social anxiety pattern. Mm. But how can this one modality do both? People can get confused by that. So it's really you really need to separate the two and speak to people about the pain point of, oh, my knee hurts or my hip joint hurts. Okay, well, we can help that. And then if someone's suffering stress or anxiety, okay, we can help that, but you need to have them separate. So if someone um, has a business that they're not very clear on those pain points, then the person looking at any of your promotional material, it's just going to be wishy-washy. Um, 
and then they won't buy because people confused, confused mind won't buy. <laughs> yeah. 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 I actually have a client who does, uh, it's, it's the similarities, but it's different to what you do where he, um, he helps people from a physical and an emotional level, be able to clear blocks within their body. Um, so yeah, I just, I find that so interesting in that, you know, we could go to a physio or something like that and do the movement patterns and it's still, you know, it's still not getting better. Yeah. Um, so we actually obviously are holding emotions and, and things uh, within our body on that emotional level. So to be able to release them from the emotional and the physical level, I think is so important and something that most people don't make that connection. Yeah, well, this is, I mean, we're getting into talking about what's happening in the cutting edge of the science world mm. when we're talking about the brain-body connection. Mm. Neuroplasticity is the buzzword. And if you look into people like Dr. Norman Deutsch, who's written the, the book, The Brain's Way of Healing, that they're really only just starting to touch the surface of this brain-body connection. So yeah. and that's why the average everyday person still can't comprehend it as well. Mm. This, yeah, it's, it's all so new. <laughs> yeah. And what yeah. are your thoughts on it? Oh, it's fascinating. I'm excited about where science is heading because Dr. Moshe Feldenkrais, who, who started this method, he was looking at this in the 50s. And when um, because he had a knee injury. Mm. Um, and what happened is he, he had this knee injury that was plaguing him for years and years. Mm. And then he smashed up the other knee and he mm. took himself to bed feeling so sorry for himself. Like, how am I going to move around? Both my knees are completely stuffed. Mm. He woke up the next morning and the knee that had been plaguing him for years was better. Mm. And for him as a scientist, because he was a scientist, he was like, this is weird. How is this happening? Yeah. And because science in those days didn't believe that the brain was plastic and it could change. Yeah. So he kept it to himself for a long time. Mm. <laughs> and now it's exciting that science is finally catching up with it. Yeah. And that's, yeah, if you look into some of the research, you know, illnesses that, it, that we've thought had no cure are being cured from looking at the neuroplasticity in the, your brain and the connection to your body. So mm. exciting times. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I know for me as well, like um, a lot of people talk about, you know, the masculine and the feminine and things like that and where I kept injuring the right side of my body over and over again. And uh, my, my right ankle three times, my right shoulder and my right um, hip, like my SI joint, I popped out. And it was all on that side. And when I started actually slowing down and not pushing and hustling so much and, and not pushing not only my body but my mind, I stopped actually getting injured. And I started giving back to myself and, and practicing self-care and uh, worked on energy and balance. And I haven't been injured for the last two, almost three years. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's, that's what our, you know, part of our society with this hustle, 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 more, 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 bigger, bigger, bigger. Mm. If we just step back and take that moment to listen to what's actually happening, then yeah, amazing change can happen. Like you've just demonstrated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think the key thing, like one of the big things I try and teach people is self-awareness 
Um, so I'd love to know your thoughts on, on self-awareness and how from the work that you've done, uh, it helps to build that self-awareness and what are your, I guess, key takeaways from that? Yes, well, that's exactly what this method is. The other name for it is awareness through movement. Mm. And it, it really isn't something that you come to like, oh, I'm so aware now. It's something that you need to keep growing. So it is a skill and it does take time to build that skill. So yeah. just because you do one meditation class or one yoga class or one class that helps build that awareness, it's still got to be a continual process. Mm. and checking back in with yourself okay what's different what's changed okay moving forward what can I change yeah so yeah and and how do you do that like what's your kind of routine around self-care and around um, uh, I guess mindset and growth yeah just making sure that I know when I've got enough energy to hustle and push Mm. And when my energy is low to take it a little bit easier, spend more time um, connecting, using the, um, the, the lessons that I teach, getting on the floor, moving around, mm. feeling my skeleton again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's about balance, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And I think as females as well, like I, I think we've got to really look at our cycle and, and not try and push ourselves if in certain times of the month as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm also a single parent. So, you know, I have to really, to balance my time, you know, spending enough time with my children, spending enough time in my business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the thing is as well, you know, I've come from this background of hustling myself and I, it took me a long time to get to a place of balance and energy and a lot of work on myself around my mindset, um, letting go of limiting beliefs and conditioning from parents and things like that. And I finally got to this place where I, I don't hustle anymore. I still, I still have some weeks where I'll fall into it, where I need to catch up. But, uh, yeah, I've really come a long way. And I think there's people who are on both sides of the fence and people who are in that hustle mentality, they think people who aren't hustling are lazy and people who aren't hustling feel like the hustlers are, you know, wearing themselves out and they are. They're creating this adrenal fatigue and, um, you know, a lack of energy and uh, just burning themselves out. And I think you can actually have both. And I think it's about working hard um, but looking after yourself as well. Well, um, what do you, yeah, what do yes, you? absolutely. And well, like I just explained, when you can go slow and you know all the intricate details, then you can speed it up and go as fast as you need to. So mm -hmm. slowing down um, will enable you to go faster in those times when you can have the energy and the hustle happening. <laughs> yeah. And talking um just a comment about the limiting beliefs mm. when when you can actually understand what you're doing with your skeleton so let's just look at you know if you're i was a shy person at high school and so i had my um chest kind of concaved a little bit a little bit of tension through the front of the shoulders to bring the shoulders a bit forward mm. because of um you know i i came from a certain background and so that's where my shyness came from. Mm. 
Mm. I didn't feel confident. But then doing the Feldenkrais method, I was able to listen to my uh, chest, my shoulders, when they're actually in a better alignment, which is the shoulders fall directly out to the side. It opens up the rib cage and the chest to breathe easier. Then I found myself having a lot more confidence. So letting go of limiting beliefs, yes, you can do a lot of mindset work, but you can also go from the inside of your skeleton and out as well. Yeah, that's really interesting. And and I, I when I mentioned about not having any injuries for the last couple of years before, I still, even though I haven't been injured, my my right side, like my hip, still does play up a little bit. So I think that relates to what you were just saying. And it's mm. because you yeah, mm. your body's actually compensated a lot for those injuries. So yes. the weight's shifted to the other side. Um, and so unless you actually listen to, okay, well, how am I moving my skeleton? Yeah. And, um, that will probably change that patterning that's happened through your system. And it's the nervous system learning this. So you don't actually consciously learn and push and strive and strain to understand it. Mm. Slowly, gently, with awareness. So the nervous system learns and that can change that patterning. Yeah. And I think as well, what's just that's just brought up for me, a lot of people in today's society, going back to that hustle mentality, if we're, if we're pushing and, and just go, go, go and connected to social media and all of that all the time, then it's going to be really hard for someone to actually slow down and, and do those movements. So yeah, more important, obviously. Yeah, it's the people that aren't aware, that have no awareness, that need the awareness, <laughs> but yeah. they're so unaware that they need the awareness that mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a juxtaposition, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. So what would be, I guess, the, the one key thing that you would say for people to um, start being more aware of their, of their body and their mind connection? Okay, so... Let's just look at one thing. You know, we all get stressed. We all like, oh my gosh. And stress, you know, it think, ah, sorry, I'm mixing my, it brings up the fight, flight, or freeze pattern. Yeah. So, and that's in, that's from when we were being chased by lions and tigers in the bush. We needed that pattern. So, when you get stressed, you're not being chased by a lion or a tiger. So, let's just check in with our body. There's five questions that you can ask yourself. Number one, first is just to stop and Mm. listen to how you're connected to the ground. So if you're sitting down, can you feel your sit bones? Um, Are your feet connected to the ground or are you sitting cross-legged? Like how are you actually connected to the earth? Mm. The next is to check in with your breathing. Don't change anything. Just listen. How is my breath moving in and out? If anything, try and make the out breath longer. Then check with your hands. So are your hands tense? How far up your um, arms do you feel that tension? If they are, release that tension. Then check in with your feet. Are your feet tense? Let that go. And the last one is your eyes. Check in with your eyes. Take your eyes off into the distance and then bring it back. And so just by bringing it back into your body, you can tell your body that, hey, I'm not getting chased by a tiger. Yes, this is a stressful situation, but bring it back, relax, calm, and then you can continue on with, right, how am I going to deal with this problem that's in front of me? I just felt super relaxed. you just talking <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, thanks. 
<laughs> yeah, so it's a really simple technique, but yeah, just bringing it back into yourself. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I find I find this stuff really interesting. Uh, so. And there's actually someone else that I know that does something. Um, I, I know these two people that I can relate to what you do, where she uses personal training to be able to have that mind-body connection and to connect with your emotions through your body and movement. So awesome. I, love, I just love anything that does that does that. And the two people I've mentioned and then yourself today, you all do it in, in different ways, but it's, um, it's really cool. Yeah, it's exciting. Let's filter mm. this into everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. Awesome. So um, how can people find you if they want to connect with you or find out more about, um, about what you do or about this movement? Okay, so the best place is to find me on Facebook. I'm Angela McMillan, Natural Flow Performance Coach. I also have a Facebook group and that's called Misfit Movement Makers. So cool. I'm pretty, pretty active in, in my group and on Facebook. Yeah, awesome. Perfect. And I'll, um, I'll add any links below as well for everyone listening. Excellent. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming along today. And, um, yeah, really, really interested to do more research on this myself as well. Yay. Hopefully you can join my group and I've got a few little lessons in there you can try. So Awesome. Cool. Thank you. And for me, someone who every, every time when I've done, I, I competed in powerlifting at a national level. Um, I used to play soccer. I've done obstacle races. I always do like extreme kind of stuff and push myself to my limits. So for me to do, you know, things that slow down or stretching or even yoga and things like that. It's really hard for me. So, <laughs> oh, Honestly, like I said to you, Ellie, when I first discovered this method, that was me. I was yeah. from a dance background. I was from a break dance background. I was used to big movements. Mm -hmm. And at the start of my Feldenkrais journey, I was going slow and people be like, slow down. I'm like, no, I'm slow. This is my slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I totally get it. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Cool. Well, thank you so much once again. And, um, and yeah, looking forward to, to sharing this. Thanks, Ellie. Okay. Bye. Bye.